so, so. <laughs> I'll, so. I'll continue. <laughs> so when you arrive in Bali Sorry, at the airport, we are on the northeast coast of Bali. So we are about three hours drive from the airport. Off-gassing, a scuba podcast with host Nick Hogel. On this week's episode, we interview Kira and Serge, owners and founders of Japoon Divers in Ahmed, Bali. As soon as you step foot in Japoon Divers, you are overcome with a feeling of welcomeness. A place to hang out and grab a beer with some new friends or meet up with some old ones. From their first breaths underwater to the rocky road of opening up a dive shop, Japoon is a true family-owned, family-operated dive shop. After meeting Kira and Serge, I wanted to share their story. I hope you enjoy. Serge, Kira, how are you doing today? We're good. Good, thank you. So I uh, just wanted to ask you guys and hear the story a little bit about Japoon Divers. But I guess, first of all, um, I would just like to hear how you got into diving. So um, whoever wants to start, let's let's hear about it. Tell me about your first breath underwater. Hmm. Do you want to go first? Sure. Started. Okay. So I did a certification um, dive when I was 16 in Florida. Yeah, it just happened because my parents had a house in Florida, okay. Keys. What it, part of the Keys? It was um, Key Largo. Oh, cool. So cool. in Key Largos. And um, it was something to do when I was there. It was fantastic. Loved it. But then life got in the way and I didn't really do much diving afterwards. Then I was 29 years old. I was in Thailand met some divers that were interesting guys uh, i was doing some rock climbing and um, it happened that i kind of got stuck in thailand um, were you just backpacking through or yeah i was sort of backpacking through new zealand then did a stop over in singapore and realized singapore was very expensive and <laughs> ended up decided to spend some time in thailand then got stuck in thailand because i got an infection in my knee and in my flight sort of I lost my flight I couldn't make it to my to back to Singapore on time and then um, rock climbing was fantastic it was nice when I was there but then it was really hot and really diving was very appealing yeah and yeah. I got an offer to work with some some dive shops to do some selling like, okay. uh, and as I did some sales. I did my courses to become a dive master. Okay. What part uh, uh, were you rock climbing in Thailand? I know Krabby is pretty, yeah, pretty big. Yeah, I was on Kopipi. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we were on Kopipi then. Um, and yeah, and that's how it all started again. And then I did my dive master certification after the, of course, after the um, advanced rescue and then worked for quite a few months maybe even a year then went back home and then afterwards it was a recurring six months a year coming back to Thailand to do some diving and uh, enjoy that's how it started oh okay okay so it wasn't just like uh, I'm going for this it just kind of happened it just kind of 
fell into place. Like uh, I was out there, um, Davin was there, and I sort of got back into it after so many years. Okay, okay. Um, it was never the plan, but it was really uh, nice that it happened that way. Cool, cool. So did you become an instructor or were you just a dive master for a while? I did about, if I'm not mistaking, about seven seasons of dive mastering. Oh, okay. I was not really interested in to becoming an instructor at the time because I was constantly going back home after six months, working back home, uh, making decent money, and then coming back for six months and just wanted to enjoy diving. Okay. And enjoy taking people underwater and getting to, you know, dive with the whale shark and dive with the interesting marine life. And um, as for an instructor, well, you often are doing other yeah. um, aspect of diving, which is being in confine or in pools. And uh, at the time, I was I just wanted to guide. Yeah, yeah. So real quick, where is back home? I was born in Labrador, um, Quebec is okay. is uh, where my family is from. Okay. Uh, so I'm French Canadian, but I also moved to British Columbia when I was 19. Oh, I okay. lived in British Columbia uh, most of my adult life. Okay, okay. So you were on the the Montreal kind of side, the East Coast? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so actually, uh, I grew up in New Hampshire. So I spent some time there and I would have friends, you know, before the age of 21 going up to Canada so they could have some drinks and stuff. But I actually never made it out there. Kind of a bummer. (laughs) Um, Probably probably a blessing in disguise. I probably would have gotten too much trouble or something. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Kira, what about you? Uh, How tell me about your first. How'd you get into diving? First breath underwater? Well, how I got it was a bit of a coincidence I would say okay it was not something I had dreamt about my whole life like oh I want to go scuba diving I was just in 2013 okay. summer 13 I was doing a trip out here to Bali with my friend and her boyfriend at the time he had told about Ahmed told about the Gillies we didn't know anything about this area. Yeah. So we were just kind of taking advice from them, what we should do here. And we actually ended up, we booked a course already from home. No idea. I've never heard about like scuba diving. I didn't have any <laughs> friends that did it. Um, we actually booked a course, I think course and accommodation at a different part of uh, Gili in the north. And then just, I think a week before, we realized, oh, this might be like a little bit out from the center of Gili. Let's change location. So we ended up rescheduling and then booking where search was working. Oh, okay. So that's okay. actually where we met. And so we might have never met if we had stayed <laughs> at the original. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we went out here, did our trip. And then this was one of the last stop. I think we just had Gili. And then back to Bali for a few days and then uh, going back home. So I just did my open water course with my friend there. And uh, I just loved it right away. I can understand. I can understand. I loved it so much. So I went back home, thought, 
and home is home is Denmark. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Copenhagen, Denmark. Okay. So I went back home, and then I was already thinking, oh, I need to go back. <laughs> I, I, I think I just fell also in love with this lifestyle and meeting all these people that were living like this, and this was their job, and I thought, wow. This is pretty cool. So I booked a <laughs> flight three weeks later, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had a friend. She was going to visit her boyfriend in Singapore, and uh, I thought, oh, let's just, you know, let's go together, and then you can come out to Gili also for a visit. And yeah, so three weeks later, I went back here from Denmark okay. <laughs> for, I think, only ten days. So it's a pretty long trip for a short. Yeah. Short time here. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did my advanced. And then uh, I think I was just hooked from there. Yeah. No, I can understand. Yeah. I can understand. I mean, my my girlfriend, as you well know, Becca just did her open water. Kind of yes. the same story. Exactly. She, I think we had three weeks later, she booked a trip back yeah. out here. For yes. Oh. We, we were quite surprised. She's like, oh, we were there. I, awesome. I, I don't know if you remember. It's like, yeah, of course, you were there. You're literally here like last month. <laughs> Um, so my, my plan is slowly working out because now she's becoming a diver and, and we can go down that path. Yes, <laughs> it's yes. nice to have this together. Um, well, I guess uh, I don't know if I asked yet, but how did you become an instructor, Serge? Like what, how, so you were in PP, but then you ended up out here teaching? So um, on co-PP, uh, after a few seasons, like uh, seven seasons, I decided that I was not going to go back to Canada. I really wanted to stay uh, and then, therefore, to stay, you sort of have to become an instructor. You can't rely on dive master for work as a, as the salary is a lot lower. So the plan was to become an instructor, but then I also got, at the same time, pushed in the position of instructor with, from the manager of the dive center, who uh, basically just presented me a course director and said, hey, this is Richie course director he will be your course director he will be starting your idc <laughs> in two days oh okay and i was like whoa and he said, <laughs> you know he already had paid for it and he said he'll just you know we'll take it off your salary afterwards and uh yeah he just pushed me into the dive instructor position because he wanted to have me as a dive instructor and which was a great decision um, I was a little nervous to become an instructor, like everyone, I think. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're all a bit nervous at the, f at the beginning, but it was a great thing to do. I've never looked back afterwards. Worked for a few seasons um, for the dive center in Kopipi, and then we decide. Then I worked in Gili Island, and then we. That's where we met. That's where we met. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, you were going back to Kopipi after the season there because it's you know the opposite seasons. And then I was going back home, and then I had actually search doesn't believe me, but we actually had this trip planned already to Thailand. <laughs> my mom, my brother, and me like I didn't plan it to go <laughs> visit him. <laughs> He's like, Are you following me? <laughs> no, we had already booked this trip and we had booked the islands and Kopipi was one of them so uh, we were going out there in January the summer or the following winter where we met in August I think okay 
and uh, so we met up again in Kopibi. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yes. And then I, <laughs> I, I, think, I think I started <laughs> my rescue course. I was just like, I just wanted to do all the courses mm. and keep diving. And you wanted to come back and live in Asia and finish your thesis and yeah, I was just at at the time I was doing uh, my thesis for my master. Oh, okay. I kind of knew that I wanted to travel after for a while at least and then you know meeting people talking to them how they were doing it or how they got into this how they decided to move abroad or yeah I met some people they were like yeah we sold our all our stuff back home our apartments and then we just kept for a down payment in case we changed our mind <laughs> and then did it and I was like oh oh yeah that's a plan. <laughs> so, so I went back and I tried actually, I tried to finish some of it in Kopipi. I brought it with me. I was, I had a partner, but she was also traveling a lot. So we would kind of meet up and then travel out and work and then meet up again and put it back together. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so I brought it out there and thought, oh, I can just dive in the morning and then work in the afternoon. But I realized pretty quickly that that's not... <laughs> it's quite hard. <laughs> that's hard, like, oh, stay for a beer. Okay, just one. And then, so, yeah. So I, I was out there diving for a bit. And then I went back for to Denmark for two months to finish up and do my final exam. I decided to sell my apartment. So while I was in Thailand, the realtor called and he was like, oh, we found someone. Do you want to sell it? I was there in Thailand. <laughs> like, yes, sure. Like, just why like, not? sell yeah. it and then we'll go from there yeah so uh, went back home finished and then um, bought a one-way ticket ah that's an amazing story I love it I love it came to PP yeah we 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 stayed in Thailand for for the year out there until uh, the following 2015 okay where we moved here in April oh okay so I'm trying I'm trying to think because I know we talked about it uh, was that yesterday and so the first time I actually went diving was in Co-PP. Yes, and you said that. Small That's world. amazing. Yeah, yeah Small and world. with someone we know. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was so random because I was like, oh, this guy Ian. And, and someone's like, oh, he was here two weeks ago. And yeah, super, super small world. So Ian, you definitely changed my life, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, really, the scuba diving world is so small when you start to think about it just it because is. it's just super random that the Amazing guy that... Small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you made it out here and tell me about Japoon Divers. How did this all come about? First, the plan was to come and open a dive center in, in Bali, but mostly on within Tulamben area, correct? Yeah. But yeah, to be honest, I don't, I don't even really remember when we were still in Thailand and we decided we'll do this season here and then it's time to move on or move to a place where we could make it a little bit more of a home or long term because for you you had stayed many years but it's yes. as a couple it was time also, to leave it's the, like a party island, island life you know, it was time to leave this uh very clustered what, how you say this the packed island like yeah. where you can't escape island fever yeah little you can't escape fever. um the crowds so we really, we really wanted to have a place where we could be comfortable living 
um, be able to have mountains, ocean nearby, where we were not too far from the main city or the main town. Yeah. You know, we didn't, didn't want to be on an island two days away from any civilization. And to us, Ahmed Tulamben felt like a great place to come yeah. and do this. We knew a this. bit about it, but not a, like we didn't know diving here. We never went diving here when we moved oh, here. Okay, so but you'd known about Ahmed. Because when we came last month, that was actually the first time I'd been to Ahmed. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's a beautiful place. Definitely mm-hmm. not a bad place to lay some roots. What was the final decision on Ahmed's the place to go? First, I think what we did is came here and we dive and dive and dive and dive and looked around at different plots of land and different um, options for business. Yeah. But we actually, like you said, we thought we wanted to be in Tulamben yes. because even back then it felt like Ahmed was already very busy compared to Tulamben. Okay. We thought maybe there's too many dive centers here already. So we stayed in Tulamben for a week and looked around in that area first for land. Yes. And then after a week, we already felt, oh, Tulamben, it's nice, but there's no real like atmosphere so much. It's mostly resort, you know, so at nighttime, okay. there's not so much going on there. So then we decided to come and stay here in Amit while we were still looking around. Okay. And, and diving and exploring. And, yeah, and checking out all the dive sites. And then we stayed actually where we are now. Oh, the okay. shop is now. This is the bungalow, the bungalow that we turned into our bedroom. <laughs> That's <laughs> the one we rented for a month. We were like, can you rent monthly here? And then we got this for a month. And uh, we looked around, like we looked at lots of places, talked to people. We didn't know anyone here. So it was also about where do we start? Like Yeah. The owner of the place, he uh, kept asking us, "Oh, what are you doing here? Uh, we're just looking for a place, maybe, to see if we can start something." And he suggested, "Like, why don't you start? Like, why don't you make a little shop here?" And then there were at the time five bungalows in the back, and he said, "I will renovate the bungalows so there's room, and then we can work together, and you have a place for your guests." And we were like, "Oh, it's not what we." had imagined first we thought but then we were like oh maybe it's smart to start small and see if it works and then uh, yeah that's actually how we ended up where we are okay now. yeah so logistically how hard is it for someone was there some challenges in oh start <laughs> how long time do you Sorry, have did i just open a can of worms yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the nice, easy version yes. that you just put. No, that was just more table. how we ended up in a med yes. rather than Tulamben. That was our original. Yeah, I mean, plan. of course, there was um, hurdles along the way. There was, um, I think, um, many. Um, we were quite naive at first. We yeah. didn't really. We didn't um, know how anything worked here. We didn't know, so know anyone. That we had ideas that if you'd hire a agent agent um, they would know what they would know what you what they what is needed they can help, guide help you, you yeah. yeah guide you through the through the hurdles um, but really what happens is they just um, often say yes they can do we, we services for you uh, often uh, just skip some parts of the 
requirements for permits and I mean, how do you go? How do we explain this? Um, there was a lot of ups story. and downs. There was a lot of um, <laughs> um, things we did that we had to redo, um, like um, the land where we were at first. The deal we had with the person with the bungalows fell through because he never really followed through his promises. He, he, he took a loan, and then he there was supposed to be like to fix up the bungalows make a business that would make him an income. And then we kept asking him, when are you starting? Because we already started building oh, the shop. Okay. And we were like, when are you starting fixing up the bungalow? He came with one new car after the other. <laughs> and we were like, oh, we started to see like the money kind of going other places. Money, yeah. Yeah. So we, I think we, after a while, we, we were already starting to be a bit skeptical if, if this were gonna happen that's kind of that's a bit later yeah the story actually the yes. first part is still with the the agents there we were we were unlucky so we chose basically the first notary agency one of that we talked to in the south they seem very nice legit yeah, they seem nice, yeah. professional, you know, we went into good their talker. office, yeah. had a good talk to them and they said they had experience with dive centers, so they knew what permits you needed and yeah. all this. So we decided to go with them because they had a, they spoke well English, so we had no communication issues. Then they started all the paper process and we were just unlucky that this company actually turned out that they had screwed over a lot uh, of their, like all their history. clients yeah. basically oh, so you know they okay. would collect all the money for and it's like we can provide your key tests we can make everything ready for you and we were paying a lot up front and then it turned out that they were actually not doing these things <laughs> it's such a <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, that's a big... I don't know uh, to do it as short as possible. Needless to say, there after, were some ups and downs. After yes. a few ups and downs, <laughs> we got back on track with the uh, helps of lawyers. Yeah, we changed. Um, that really helped us to really get the right permits yes. from okay. every region and all the documents inlined. And um, we also ended up buying the land awesome. off the owner who fell through his deal. He actually went bankrupt. And um, so we took the land, yeah. the business bought the land. Cool. Um, cool. Our PMA. And then uh, now we're sitting on a nice plot yeah. of land. I'm happy. We with have it. a nice little dive center. Um, after eight years, um, you know, there's been ups and downs with volcano eruption, there's been earthquake, there's a there's little pandemic. The pandemic was definitely the biggest hurdle, I think, um, that we encounter. But um, all said and done, we're quite happy that we took the plunge. Yeah. Um, knowing what we know now, perhaps we would have think differently. I don't know, because you, but, you can I mean, always say that afterwards, you know, right? Yeah. If you know what I know now, I would have maybe done diff. But I think we learned so much we along so the much. way. Like we've been through the whole system from, yeah. you know, agents to lawyers to immigration to everything. So there's so, a big learning curve. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so knowing what we know now, it would have been... Easier, maybe. For sure. Easier. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we were, yeah. So I think it's also, it helps not knowing. Because then you yes. just do the plunge. If yeah. I had you know? known what we know now, 
I would maybe have been like, yeah, let's just do something else maybe. Yeah. You know. But, but now we went through it and it's yes. done. Yeah. And we're set. Yes. You know, and it, it's things are working well and. No, we have yeah. And uh, so it's good. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's talk um, on the on the bright side of things, Japoon divers. So. Yeah. Uh, how how did you come up with the name? I know it's a, I know it's I actually I'm not gonna lie I don't know what Japoon means. Uh, I know it's a common I've heard or seen it around I want to say so how how did that all come about? It was actually because the bungalows that were at the property when we got here they were called Puri Japoon Hill. Okay. And since we were the plan was that we were working together. We didn't have, we had talked about names, but we didn't have one name that we really loved and we wanted it to be. So we thought it's nice if we f make a, have a name that is connected. Yeah. And we make it a, like kind of one unit with the, the rooms and the dive shop. And then. And Japoon means? Japoon is the. Frangipani. Flower that flower? they use you oh. know, for the ceremonies. Also, oh. it's kind of the simple. Okay. We thought, or we feel that it's like the symbol of Bali, like the flower of Bali. Okay. We use it for ceremonies. It's a. Uh, they say oils, it's like yeah, uh, it has a nice meaning to okay, it. Okay. Okay. So we you see really it all like around. Yeah. The area too many trees or Japoon trees, you know, around us as we speak now. Yeah. We have <laughs> trees. Yes. Um, so that that was. That's how it ended. The up. reason why we took. Okay. Japan divers. Awesome. So I absolutely love the shop. Um, when I first Thank walked you. in there, it's a very, very easy place to hang out. Almost too easy. Like I just want to walk in there and just grab a beer and start hanging out. That's, that's the point. That's what <laughs> we want people that's to what we're feel. To do yeah. This. And so I, I wanted, you know, to, to hear. So I'm a, I'm a new diver or I'm a non-diver looking to dive. Why, why Japoon? Like, why would, you know, why would we want to go there? I know why, but let's, you know, tell the speaker, uh, the listeners out there about a little bit more about Japoon. I think without saying anything about any other dive centers, because they're all great in a way. But when we got here, exactly what you say, like when you come in and you feel like, you want to hang out and stay there back then it was a bit more our experience we feel like it was a bit more like booking offices here yeah. for diving okay and not so much and we we were used to coming from shops where you would hang out after diving all day and it was and we thought it was missing a little bit here it was more like you book your dive you go diving and then you go home okay so that's actually also why we thought okay maybe there is room for something a little bit different yeah we wanted to create a place that was nice to inviting. hang out. People would want to stay after diving and share stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meet new people, and get connections. Um, so that's what we did. Yeah. Cool. We created a place that people tend to, when they come upstairs to inquire information, they tend to want to stay for a little while, have a coffee. And they feel at home. They feel um, not pressured into signing anything, but they feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah, we want people to have the whole experience. It's not just about diving or you're just a number in the whole. We want it because it's our life here. We are here full time. And 
and before we would be there from six in the morning till eight in the evening. So we wanted to create like a nice atmosphere also for people that were diving with us. So it's it's the whole experience, you know, yeah. not just the underwater part. No, I definitely definitely think you've accomplished that. I think uh, when my first time there, I went diving with you guys after Becca got certified. I think she kind of had to drag me out of there. I was drinking, <laughs> having a few beers with the other guests. Uh, yeah. Just basically what you're saying we came back and we just started hanging out and um, I think I left for a little bit and they came back just because it was it was very welcoming so um, no definitely that's, uh, that's it's an awesome yeah, environment that you've created so you are an SSI shop Correct. what classes do you offer at Japoon Divers so we offer everything from scuba ranger which is the for kids from 8 till 10 it's like a very uh, little program where they get to dive a few meters and experience what it's like scuba diving it's not a a full it's like a, a intro but for kids yeah right? yeah and then uh, all the way up open water advanced adventurer rescue specialties and then up to dive master awesome awesome so I am a diver. I am coming to Japoon Divers, and now I am in Ahmed. Tell me a little bit about the diving in Ahmed. What can we see? What can we? What can I experience? I know there's a one of the most famous shipwrecks in the world that's yes. around here. So tell me a little bit about what I would see as a diver coming to. You can Ahmed. see everything here. That's <laughs> why we decided to stay here because it's amazing. So the whole coastline is just dive site after dive site and there's all types of diving here so there we have mock diving wreck diving like you say um the world famous liberty wreck we have walls artificial reef natural reef you name it everything is here <laughs> we feel like it's just outside our door lots of dive sites with no current lots of dive site with some current yeah um, so we have nice shallow reefs. We also have nice deep reefs. Yeah. So it's for the tech divers, you know, it's very easy to go deeper. For the beginners, it's very easy to stay nice and shallow. Yeah. Um, There's something it, for everyone. Yeah, for it is. For photographers, first-time divers. Yeah. It's good for all levels, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. So that's something we really see when people come here and they try diving for the first time we ask if they want to do a wreck they're like what we can do a wreck for our first dive like yes you can because it starts at five meters and then it's down to about 30 so it's good for all levels really awesome awesome once i arrive in bali how would i get to japoon divers we are on the northeast coast of bali so we are about three hours drive from the airport and uh, it's easy to get around here in Bali the there's always a car a driver private car to find so from the airport you can get a taxi a private taxi okay and get straight up to Ahmed um, this is actually the easiest way to get around for like longer distances it's it's private taxis okay and then once you are here it's nice to have a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know? It is. You it know is. that yourself because it's spread out over quite a long uh, 
coastline. So if people often they also they come here and then they booked a place and they see oh it's only a few kilometers away, and then they realize oh it's not so easy to just walk around here in the baking sun and it takes longer mm -hmm. <laughs> than you expect. Yeah. So today we are recording at the Gria. Uh, and thank you very much. Shout out yeah. to the Gria. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, me and Becca actually stayed here uh, the month month ago when we were here, yes. and we quickly realized that, like, oh, it's only you know on paper or on digital on our phones. It's like, oh, it's only about you know however many kilometers away. Yeah. And then when we got here, we're like, man, we're kind of like out here. But this place is absolutely beautiful. So I highly, highly recommend anybody coming to Ahmed to stay at the Gria. And I will leave a link somewhere on the website, and yeah. then also leave a link yeah, for you guys, the Japoon divers. Uh, but another uh, question I would like to ask: So you two are a growing family, so yes, I just wanted to yes. hear about that a little bit, because um, there's one that is walking or running around. I think I saw Serge chasing. <laughs> yeah, soon too. One is running and one is walking now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yep. So we have a two-year-old daughter so she's two years and two year old in a month and we we have a one-year-old and a few days oh um, two little girls two little girls yeah okay yeah, very close in age. 13 months apart um we took the pandemic as a uh, opportunity to it uh, was not really planned we knew we wanted to start a family. At some we were point. trying for the last year. And then, yeah. yeah, we were just, we were not really trying, trying. We were just, when it happens, it happens. Yeah. And so it just happened to be a really good timing. It was great. So yeah. after all, like this quiet time was good for something. Yeah, it was really nice. It was super nice. It was too. the best yeah. time. I was pregnant basically the whole, during the whole pandemic. Oh, okay. <laughs> And therefore, it was very peaceful. Yeah. In a minute yeah. for us to be. Um, we had a lot of time to yeah. spend with the kids. It was a nice, easy adjustment when yeah. COVID ended and business restarted also. So yeah. it, it was, I think it was a, it was a blessing in the sky. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, now. Uh, we have two new little... Uh, scuba divers in the, the making <laughs> yeah. we, we put them in the pool where they were two months two, yeah two and a half three months yeah, yeah. we're like you need to love water <laughs> and indeed they do already yes, they love it yeah they love it so yeah it's nice that's awesome yeah. that is awesome well congratulations Thank so you. how how is that being the the family and running well yeah, actually, I'll go into that. Then my next question after. But how is that being a family running a dive shop? Well, it's a lot harder. Um, there's a lot less time for us to um, entertain our guests like we used to do. So now what we did is we we got a m manager yep. um, in position in our dive center, which uh, it's she's amazing. It's she just started here, like. He arrived a month ago. Oh, okay. She's so. our old friend, the we uh, ex co-worker from PP. Okay. Um, PP Times, yeah. and um, she is 
energetic. She's friendly. Yeah. And um, she has great ideas. Now it's time for us to let go a little bit and let um, somebody um, take the reins. Yeah, take the reins. Yeah. You know, and uh, we still love it and want to be involved. Oh, of course. But it's just we're, we're still we just there need every day. some extra hands and some extra an extra person to uh, take care of them all, like all the the daily the daily the yeah planning oh i'm sure it's, it's a lot it's uh it's uh it's not just a with two kids it's a lot yeah 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 oh yeah. I'm, so, I'm sure so now we've just put people in position and we also have other local staff that are yeah. amazing um we're just trying to build this they're so good, good team and they're now. helping yeah. now that it's and um i think it's running quite yeah. well at the moment yeah because we they're also the reason we just do it now it's like with the pandemic we had all this time we were still open but you know we barely saw anyone the borders were closed now we saw that it's picking up because it's still even this season we we were hoping that this season would be kind of back to normal but it was still hard to say right it's hard to say if people are traveling yeah. right away again or how it's gonna look and it there's seems like i think i think there's definitely changes that happen yeah but um things are back it's yeah we've had a good low season yeah we've had um, so we saw the need for yeah a manager now we needed to have somebody in place to help us to yeah run the daily yes show cool cool well that actually that's a a big question i had was um because i know obviously we all were affected by the pandemic uh how because bali was closed for a better part of two two years was it two years? it was a while the borders were yeah closed i remember i was just waiting when is that gonna open yeah. when is it, gonna it, it, was, <laughs> it was a long time yeah and it was i think it was more than two years yeah because it was because just they, last year or was more than two years, was it? yes because they closed where is it march it was march. i i want to say it was about two years and then they yeah. op- reopened in may or something it's all a big blur those it was a long time yeah <laughs> we'll agree on a long time yeah and um and uh it wasn't the easiest time for businesses but i think we were in a good position where we didn't have lease to pay we had the land we bought the land we we had a small team that we were able to keep yeah and um you know, we downsized some hours because there was not much work. There was you know, nothing there to was, do really. We, we just, just kept them to, kept them coming in now and then to they maintain twice, the area. Twice a week, just to do some cleaning. Oh, okay. And, and we kept them on a um, on their salary. Um, so yes, we I think most business in the area lost money monthly, but we were fortunate that we just lost a little bit of money monthly. Yeah. We weren't we were yeah we were able to we were able to to make it through all right and, and it was a good place to be during the pandemic but yeah it was fantastic <laughs> yeah. we you know i mean it, it was it was very quiet but it was also very easy living here yeah it was um mm-hmm. stress-free i think it yeah was, it was um just not still being able to be outdoors and Yes. Like locked up in the we, we could go to the beach. We could go to the mountain. We can go on a little, you know, Most of the time we could trips. go diving. It was yeah. only a very short time where they t- 
told us we were not allowed in the water. Oh, okay. Where months. they were really, yeah. It was at the very beginning. There was two months yeah. of this, and then after it, this, it eased up. Yeah. Well, I am definitely glad that y'all were able to weather the storm. Yes. Because uh, I know that also. yeah, it had a big effects on many, the many, whole many. world. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. The whole world. No, that's that's awesome, and uh, like you said, you had a blessing in disguise. The the growing family that yeah. was probably a really really good time to to be able to do most of the things that needed to be done. And yeah, it was. Yeah, it could almost. It was the perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> it was so lucky. Yeah. yeah. So where do you see the the future of Japoon divers going? Well, now I think we're looking at some expansion in the yeah. future. We're looking into building perhaps a 400 square meter two-story building behind the dive center, which would be a resort sort of um, a... Like small studio apartment, so they're also family friendly. Okay, like a homestay or... Yes, like more like hotel Uh, apartments okay so there also will be a kitchen a living room space because the idea like we were actually talking about when we bought the land there were the five bungalows in the back okay but they've been sitting for so many years so they were not really in good shape um we took some of them down and then we were talking back and forth is it worth it to invest a lot of money to have accommodation or is there already enough accommodation in the area and then we found that what's missing here is not the homestay very small units that are um, very affordable it's not the expensive villas villas that are almost too expensive for you know like to stay here for a few months it's the middle like it's a, a place where you can actually bring your family have one or two kids have all the facilities you need without too much too much extravaganza sort of thing like a, a 42 square meter like yeah. unit so um, small but yeah but good, you have but enough everything and, but it's also like it's for our divers right it's, yeah it's not just to make a another hotel or, yeah. or homestay it's because we also see now that we are getting more requests for group trips out here okay so it's it would be really nice to be able to offer like a package yeah deal where you stay at the place and then go diving and then we see more and more families here and also because we are now a family we we're just i don't maybe we just see it more now or maybe there are just more family traveling in this area yeah and what we hear all the time of course is like do you know a nanny or anything like daycare so we can go diving together Ah, okay okay and then this is really missing here so yes. that's what we are hoping also to be able to offer okay so of course not only for families we will make the room so they're suited for both couples and yeah. kids or, or a small family me so and becca will be one of your first guests oh, <laughs> we'll be happy to see you Fair enough. um yeah and then offer um daycare while the parents are able to dive together awesome you know yes i have a little daycare facility within the complex yeah yeah in the back so it doesn't disturb all the other guests (laughs) without kids so it's nice for everyone yeah Yeah. exactly 
That's and our next. That's the next step. Project. Cool. So we were waiting to see how the yeah, it would start. Tourism would bounce back, and then uh, it looks very, very promising at the moment. Yeah. Cool. So, so 2023 is looking good so far. So yes, far it is. Good. Okay. Yeah. So. Well. Is there a, is there, you know, what's the, the busy season, the downs, the down season? Is there, you know, because uh, I know you guys uh, here will have a rainy time of year where there's mm-hmm. not so much tourism or what's the, what's a great time to visit? And so there is tourism all year round, but we do have our peak season, which is from July to October is the peak season. Then we, which is also our dry, nice, sunny season. Um, now, November, December is also quite nice. Mm-hmm. Still nice and sunny. Yes. January, February, March is the rainy season. Okay. Still, you, you find travelers. Still, there is great diving to be done. Um, it's just a bit more wet yeah usually midday is quite nice like from eight in the morning till mm. one or two p.m is quite nice and clear sky and then then the rain comes after two p.m yeah but i think it's like the season is it's expe- it's extend- changing extending yeah 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 the ch- because we in the beginning we saw more like this is the peak season and then it's really quiet downtime quiet time but now there's we also see guests quite a bit of guests around yeah. christmas new year okay that's true yeah um i think we eight years ago when we first got here it was also just not so if you'd ask busy if you ask travelers coming out of the airport in Denpasar, where where are you going to go and uh, what's your itinerary i mean was very rarely on the itinerary where now if you ask them Ahmed is often mentioned awesome. by most people, so yeah. it's a bit, so we do see more travelers, yeah. not necess- necessarily divers, but yes, a lot of divers. Then they but, um, end up staying maybe and <laughs> divers to become. Yes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, before there was a lot of people coming here because the boats to Kili also are going from. Oh, there. okay, okay. So uh, then they would maybe do. They would have one night here before taking the yeah. speedboat to Gili. And then they realize, oh, this is such a nice place. And now we see people actually coming here to stay. Cool. To cool. visit Ahmed. I really, really enjoy it. And I see Ahmed a lot in my future. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's yeah. good. We, we're happy about this. I want to book something through Chapoon Divers. How can I get a hold, uh, reach you guys, website, or uh, how, how do I get a hold of Chapoon Divers to book a dive? We have our website, amitjapoondivers.com. Okay. And we do, uh, actually now, it's you know, WhatsApp here is a big thing. Yes. So we do get a lot of, it's on our website. Okay. Uh, the number is there. We have an Instagram account, we have Facebook, Google, TripAdvisor, <laughs> you know, all the booking platforms where you can reach us. So all our contact information is is there, but we emails and WhatsApp, I would say. That's where we get our, our online bookings. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, I want to 
thank you guys for coming on to the podcast. Thank I had a great time. Hopefully, you had a wonderful time too. Definitely. And uh, any any last parting words? Come as a stranger. Leave us a friend. Leave us a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast today. Thank you for thank having you. us. Podcasting, a scuba podcast.